Hello, everybody. This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast, Season 3, Episode 30. Man, oh man, how has it already been 30 episodes into this season? I'm Joe, and as always, I'm joined by Luke, and we are ready for a fun little episode for you today. Gonna lighten the mood, yes. I think. I can't, I can't get over how low to the ground I am right now in this chair. <laughs> I have a different chair this You're week. not gonna be as low as the Sabres are oh, in the standings. Oh, indeed, indeed. Absolutely not. They have dropped every game since the last mm-hmm. podcast. I believe an overtime loss sprinkled in there, perhaps. I'm not sure. I think I have a better win percentage on roll up the rim than the Sabres do in the year of 2019. I do as well. I, I <laughs> won a free donut today. There you go. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we got fun little episode in store today. We're going to draft our favorite, our personal favorite NHL video games. Or just hockey video games yeah. in general. I mean, they're hockey. all NHL mm-hmm. anyway, but... So yeah. that should be fun. We'll save that for the second mm-hmm. half of the episode. We're going to start the episode depressing, talking about the Sabres, though. Yeah. So We're going to end on a happy note. Uh, first, let's talk about the Avalanche game. Yeah, that happened. I was mm-hmm. working during it, so I didn't... Thankfully, well, I didn't get to see it. I got to watch most of it, uh, but it was it was a snooze fest. I'm aware that... really bad. Philip Grubauer got the easiest shutout of his career. Easiest shutout of anyone. Like, I could have gotten a shutout in that game. Guaranteed. The Sabres had, like, nine shots all the way up until, like, the final seven minutes of the period of the third. And just, well, they pulled, I think it was Allmark. Yeah, Allmark got pulled. Or was it Hutton? I don't remember. Anyways, I digress. Uh, They've all become the same goalie. Yeah, so they pulled the they pulled the goalie and then they like doubled their shots in like the last five minutes of the game. So I mean they were just taking shots on the blue line. It was a really bad game, and this was the game that Eichel got suspended. I I don't know. What do you think about Eichel's suspension? I I agree with it because I also agree that Evgeny Malkin should have been suspended for doing the same thing earlier in the year, but he wasn't. So I would be a hypocrite to say I don't. I don't agree with it. Everyone coming back uh, trying to, to say, well, Zadorov should be suspended for what he did to Eichel. No, that's, come on now, that's foolish. That's rough hockey. That's that's rough and tumble stuff. Eichel, I mean, straight up, you know, he hit the guy in the head. It's. it's I don't it's, think the intent was there, though. It's not the intent, but it's, and it's the Soderberg action. And Soderberg was kind of like low to the ground, too. He right. like put his head right into it. But... The NHL isn't going to look at it that way when they're fighting a silent battle that they refuse to re- address against concussions. Did you see the the video from player safety? Um, uh, they played it in pregame. They played in the pregame, yeah. and the quality was like 480. Yeah, it was. So I don't know what's going uh, on there. But it was a really in-depth video. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was like half listening Who does that now? Because it used to be. I have sh- no it, idea. It used to be Shanahan. Bren Shanahan. Mm-hmm. That was like peak. NHL was, player yeah. safety controversy. That was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, Eichel, the who did they play the other day? Oh my god, I've just lost all interest in this team right On now. Tuesday? On Tuesday it was uh, Oh dear God. Yeah. Why do we not remember? It Dallas. Dallas, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Getting their second shutout of the season. Getting shut out for the third time this season, right? It was Boston the first game, they got shut out by Dallas, and now Dallas again. I think that's the Bulls yeah. at least are third. Yeah, I think, yep. So, that was a rough one. Really well, Colorado, rough. so four. Oh, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Shot two, two games in a row. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was a good good effort response to mm-hmm. the Colorado game where, you know, there was just not, no effort whatsoever. Like, they, they had a little effort, but, again, it, no Jack Eichel. A little effort is yeah. very true. A little effort. Cause... No Jack Eichel. Alex Nylander got called up. Mm-hmm. I was he was on terror in Rochester before. He's got like four goals and th- four games, mm-hmm. something like that. He's got a goal in every game since turning twenty one. Nylander didn't suck, you know. Yes, he, you he, would he, think he, that the way that people talk about him, that he would have been turning the puck over every every chance he got. Yeah, he'd be puking all over himself, <laughs> you know, you know, wetting himself in his own end. But he, no, he he didn't look out of place. He didn't amaze by any means, but. 
but he mm. wasn't bad. Yeah, it you wasn't know, he horrible. he came in and played. He didn't make any mistakes, and that's what's mm-hmm. important. Thing was, he wasn't really moving his feet that much. He was no. puck. He was just roaming, watching the play. And but that you know, has been the issue. Yeah, with him. but he was fine along the boards. He got pushed off the puck a couple times, but hey, what are you gonna do? You know he had what? A few though, shot attempts too. He has that new age build. You know what I mean? Yes. Rasmus Dahlin has that kind of build. Eichel has that kind of limber build. And I like that. It, it doesn't, I mean, you know, you're talking about a guy's build, you know, translating into success. But, I mean, I, I like I like his look. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know, those are the kind of guys that you see doing well, whatever it is they're doing. So um, He should be up here the rest of the yeah. season. He blends Not in well. when right. Eichel comes back. If they gotta send something back, Tate I mean, Thompson had an okay showing against the Stars the other night, but mm-hmm. he's got a. Nylander's go game was not any different from how the majority of Middle Stats games have yeah. gone this season, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I think Nylander's gonna be fine. You, if you're following like Amherst Twitter, they hate him because he was pegged as their savior. Mm-hmm. And, like, he clearly was not that at the age of 18 and 19, even 20. So, he was important. Like, I mean, we beat this dead horse for the past year and a half. What has it been now? He wasn't ready for the AHL at 18. He got hurt in his 19-year-old season. And this season, he came in looking pretty good and then kind of disappeared. And as of late... Really good in Rochester, and now he's up here, and hopefully he never goes back. Mm-hmm. Well, he will go back for the playoffs at least. But, yeah, I, I say keep him up here, send Thompson down, have him build some confidence hopefully. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are souring on Thompson. He's 21, 20, 21 years old. Come on. Yeah. I mean, he's got the tools. I mean, that's the cliche, but he's got to put it together. Yeah, I mean, if they traded him in the off season to try and get a old, like maybe a twenty four year old player an upgrade, fine. But to write him off, like let's stop writing off. Like look at Chicago. Brandon Perlini just had another. Mm-hmm. He had a hat trick the other night. Another three point night yesterday. Why don't we stop writing off guys before they're like twenty two, twenty three years old? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's an idea that everyone should start. You know, coming to terms with. Because they trade Thompson somewhere else, like to the Kings or something. He's playing in the top six, and he's got 20 goals. Thompson's been getting his chances. Like some of the, some of his decisions are extremely questionable. Like the time in the Dallas game, Reinhardt gave a great pass right in front of that, and he just like spins around. Yeah, he had that a clear, was clear shot. That made me physically angry. When he did that, mm-hmm. instead of just shooting it, yeah, because he has that that laser beam of a shot. I I wonder what's going on with him. Is it confidence? I don't know. He's probably burnt out. I think Could most be. of the young guys on this team are burnt out. Because if you think about it, Darlene is probably playing double the games than mm-hmm. he would anywhere else. The same thing's happening in Vancouver with Elias Patterson. Yeah, he's burnt out. Mm-hmm. That's visible. And Thompson's a lesser player, obviously, than Pedersen. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's, it's going to happen. Can, can you imagine carrying all that size around mm-hmm. for 82 games? They really... I, I wonder if they're ruining this kid. I really wonder if they're really stifling his development as an NHL player. Because, I mean, the, the comparison of Taylor Pyatt is brought up. Mm. Wow, that's a, that's a unique one. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard that. Yeah, I've heard huh. I've heard a couple people say he's just a bigger Taylor Pyatt. Wow, he was Pyatt was a big boy though mm-hmm. already. So, I don't know. I I didn't get to watch enough of Pyatt. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah, neither did I. But Pyatt was like a top ten pick. Yeah, he was a top ten pick. Hmm. Didn't really amount to anything. Part of the Michael Pecka trade came over with Tim Connolly. Wow. Uh, I want to pose this question. Yeah. Yeah. If the Sabres lose every game the rest of the season, you will feel what? Oh. Defeated. Defeated? Yeah. I will feel 
Yeah. I should have said nothing. And uh, yeah, I'll feel nothing. You know, I will feel nothing. I, if they win every game the rest of the season, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if they win, like keep in mind, if they win every game the rest of the season, you know what they can hang their hat on? Phil Housley's going to be the coach next year. Uh, they're going to probably come back with the same core. They're not going to really make any big moves, I would assume, mm-hmm. because it's the momentum. Oh, they won the last, how many games are left? 13, 14, something like that. They won the last 14 games of the season, and we're going to go. In, we're gonna have a hot start next year, and we're going to make the playoffs. No, that doesn't happen. Remember the Ron Ralston Sabres? Oh, they yes, went on I that do. hot run yep. in 2013, the lockout shortened season. They made Ralston the, the official head coach, mm-hmm. losing the interim tag, and they were one of the worst teams. And they were the worst team in the NHL the year after, and he was fired like 20, 25 games into the season. And then Ted Nolan, Pat LaFontaine come back, and then the rest is history. And we almost there. had a boys club. Yeah, yeah. Phil Housley's refusal to acknowledge that what we're doing is not working is really starting to become a problem. Well, Vladimir Saboka is going to be the number one center tonight mm-hmm. against the Penguins, so mm-hmm. that should be interesting. And him him saying you, you you can't fault the effort and saying after the last game we got to we got ran st- into a hot goalie. Yeah, yeah, we ran into a hot goalie and we got to stay the course. It's it's buffoonery, quite frankly. The, the, I don't want to insult the guy personally, but just when will this team have a coach who is going to preach accountability? John Torts. How about Mike Babcock? The Leafs aren't going to fire. If Mike the Babcock. Leafs, they've if the Leafs exit again in round one, what else can you do to get past the Bruins? What else can you do? Get a defense. Get a defense, true, but I mean... And they're going to lose Jake Gardner. Yeah. They're probably going to have to lose somebody else. They're mm-hmm. going to lose Kapanen and Janssen, probably. Both and... Of them. And they're still not going to have enough to get defense. They've gotten destroyed their last two games. Did you watch the game yesterday? No. Oh, that third period was nuts. Insane. They were down 5-1 and made it 5-4. But, I mean, they've gotten destroyed at home the last two games. 6-1 versus Tampa, I think the final was, and then 5-4 yesterday, but it was a bigger blowout than that, believe me. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's Toronto. I don't see it. You don't see it happening? How I, would you feel, though? Do you think Babcock – I think Babcock could – I really don't think Babcock's that great of a coach. You if don't. Babcock was the Sabres coach, everyone would be complaining that he's playing Sabotka too much. Like, you could say it for any, any coach. you got to get lucky, pretty much. Yeah. If it's not – if you're, if, if you're going to bring in an established guy – He seems guy, like – the coach it falls in love with the players that all the fans hate, right? Like Ron Hainsey's, isn't he playing like top pairing minutes with the Leafs? I'm sure fans hate that. How much did Leo Komarov play last year? I feel like he played quite a bit. He had a bigger role in Toronto for sure. You know what I like him about Babcock though is he's not afraid to coach. Like he he puts Austin Matthews on the fourth line when he's struggling and they're getting blown out mm-hmm. and then the toronto media gets on i'm like what are you doing and then i saw really a really insightful just simple comment though it's called coaching someone said and it is it's called coaching and i think housley is just uh i think he's scared to get under these players a bit to get under their skin a bit and it's showing i mean the team has earned six of their last possible 26 points i believe jeremy white yeah. said on Twitter yesterday. Yeah. And he still refuses to acknowledge that anything is wrong. If I was this bad at my job, I would be fired. Yeah. And it should be no different for Phil Housley because he's I mean, ineffective is one word. He's he's just he's lousy. Lousy Housley. I I like There's no that, way. There's no way. They can go into next season with him behind the bench. No. There's no way. He has no They intensity. were in first place in the NHL, and now they have a chance to be in the bottom five. And it's not like they were in first place three games into the season. It was 25 games in, mm-hmm. and they were in first place in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And they're going to finish in the bottom five probably. The guy actually thinks what he's doing 
is like is good. Mm-hmm. Checking detail. And I don't really want. I don't want to hear. Oh, he doesn't have the players. Blah blah. blah. He does. He doesn't have the players. He doesn't have a great selection. But some of the person. Like, why is Vladimir Saboka playing number one center mm-hmm. tonight? I'm sorry. I know Eichel's not here, but you could move Reinhardt to center if that's even an option at this point. Rasmus Asplund is on a tear in Rochester. He would even be a better option than Vladimir Saboka. Honest to God. Gergensen's has played number one center before, and he was fine. Why not it would give him be a chance? Of no line? consequence, bringing up an Amerk and putting them at first center. Just give it yeah. a shot. Put Middlestat there. But you know what? He Housley probably doesn't like Middlestat's checking detail, or probably doesn't like his uh, whatever the, the the slang counter counter back check or whatever they say nowadays. The new hockey term. I don't know. Speaking of Middlestat, Middlestat, Nylander, and Thompson as a line tonight. Do you think that's a re- recipe for disaster? Nylander, Middlestat, and Thompson. That could that could be a recipe for fun. Yeah. It could <laughs> I mean, be fun yeah. or really, really bad because none of them can really play defense. So Yeah, that that could be a disaster if oh, could you imagine if they're out there against Crosby or Malkin? Ooh, it's gonna happen. You know what? Are are they home tonight? They're home. Alright, well they do have last change, that's so true. Hopefully. Oh, great. So Sabotka is going to be out there. Yeah. Oh, shut shut oh, down yeah. center Vladimir Sabotka is going to be out there. The Sabres are going to get crushed tonight. Mm-hmm. And they're on a five-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. The next five games are not They're not easy. Not very forgiving. Yeah, so. Got the Blues. Blues, Penguins. Think we do a thank you video for O'Reilly? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. How, do you think he'll get, he'll get booed, right? He shouldn't. This brings me to another topic. All right. I think we overreacted to him saying he lost his love for the game. Well, I mean, the people that are like, oh, how could they trade O'Reilly? Everyone wanted O'Reilly traded. I, I, I'm Everybody say wanted him, and now in hindsight... 75 to 80% of the fan base wanted O'Reilly traded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, remember, I think we had this discussion in, like, November, around the 10-game the winning streak, probably, mm-hmm. when... Like, when the Sabres were trying to trade him to the Montreal Canadiens for a third overall pick, people said they would have rather had the St. Louis package in the third overall pick. I think you even said that you would I think I did the Blues package over yeah. the third pick. No, no, no. You take the the best player. Mm-hmm. best player in Brady Kachuk would be a top six player on this team right now. And he's, having a good and he's just what we need, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it sucks that... They couldn't get the, that pick. But, I mean, looking back on it, if, say, like, it's a year past, Montreal is a third pick this mm-hmm. year, Kachuk's still there. You know, some, some like, parallel universe kind of thing. If O'Reilly had this season he's having last year, I think Montreal is like, you know what, we'll give you that pick. Yeah. Because he's kind of made a name for himself as mm-hmm. a true number one center this year, which he was not in Buffalo. He wasn't that guy in Buffalo. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but he just wasn't He's he wasn't this good in Buffalo. Maybe that's because they really don't have another, they don't have an Eichel on St. Louis to kind of be in his way. So, yeah, maybe the Blues do, I mean, the, the, the Canadians do give up the third pick in that scenario, but who knows? Obviously, yes, everybody did want him traded, Mm -hmm. and I'm not arguing that. It's just, I think... And when you finish in last place in a year where you were supposed to take that next step, Mm -hmm. someone's got to go. Right. And O'Reilly was that guy. When reviewing the trade, though, it was was a bad decision. It didn't didn't have to It didn't need to be done. It didn't need to be done. But something had to change. Mm -hmm. Maybe they should have traded Ristolainen. Maybe. I mean, I can't think of specific examples, but I'm sure worse things have been said by a player than I've lost my love for the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Phil Housley makes a bigger joke out of himself every night than O'Reilly True. did with that one comment, mm-hmm. and he still has a job here. So uh, yeah, they—I'm not going to argue. It was, it was not good timing. No, it was not good timing at all. Ryan O'Reilly in that moment was a bitter player. He was an angry player and we came to a conclusion based on that one comment and it was a massive overreaction 
And it's just something I, I I haven't heard anyone else say it really. So I thought, well, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe this should be out there. I think. And your what the thing is, you got three. I'm not. I don't want to call Thompson an anchor, but he definitely does not do more good than bad on the ice, especially right. as of late. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking, even if I don't even know. Like they probably. I wonder what their other options were. As far like I know, the Islanders were rumored to be interested as well. What do you even get from them? I don't know. The Hurricanes, I think, were one team yeah. as well. I won. Yeah, I think we talked about this. Would it have been O'Reilly it, and Pooh? It, it for... would have probably been Skinner and then something else, like probably part like. Lindholm or Hannafin. Yeah. Maybe. That's right. The, yeah. The NHL will be very different. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't have the bunch of jerks. Mm-hmm. True. Because, I don't know. That's interesting. Speaking of the Hurricanes, think about. it's been a horrible week because Zach Boychuk unfollowed me on Twitter. I think he unfollowed me a long yes, time ago. Yes, 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 yes. He doesn't like my hot no. saber sticks. No. But, yeah. Oh man, this is depressing. Uh, it, yeah, it's a sad, sad state of events. Mm-hmm. Uh, but poor Jeff Skinner playing on the line with Jason Pominville and Vladimir Savoka. I, I'll, I'm gonna say it right now, okay. I don't want to pay him nine million dollars. He's not a. Think about He's it. Not Nikita a nine, Kucherov is cap hit is nine and a half million dollars. He's not a nine million dollar player. I want to propose, and, he's, and it doesn't definitely doesn't look good. He's on like a twelve game goalless streak right now. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that lowers his number. He should come in around eight. This is ridiculous. The people that are like, oh, nine million. It let's shouldn't. Bring up, let's bring this up. It should not even be eight, in my opinion. He's a six to seven million dollar player. He's not an eight million dollar player. Let's bring this up. He cap friendly. Everyone's ragging on him because he hasn't scored in 13, 14 games, whatever. But the chances are still coming. He hasn't stopped making plays. If he keeps doing that, then he's going to be to be generating offense. And the big thing about his game, too, he's an excellent skater. If you're an excellent skater in this league and, and are a smart player, you're going to generate offense eventually, and he's, he's done that all year. So I'm not concerned because if you, if you watch his game, he's still getting chances. It's just he can't finish. He'll finish again. The guy has beaten his body up, scoring 37, 39 goals, however he has so far. You would think that... You know, if you're doing that constantly, your 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 mind is going to wear down. You're physically going to wear down, and mm-hmm. it's just naturally the body isn't going to be able to keep up with that pace anymore. So, um, right. yeah. So I have a list on Cap Friendly in order of cap hit. Mm-hmm. So these are all the players that make more than $9 million in today's NHL. We have Connor McDavid, who's at 12.5, John Tavares at 11. Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane coming in at ten and a half. Also, Carey Price, William Nylander just this year is at ten point two seven. Then you got Jack Eichel at ten, Andre Kopitar at ten, Alexander Ovechkin at nine and a half, Jamie Benn at nine and a half, Evgeny Malkin at nine and a half, and then your last nine million dollar player is PK Subban. Jeff Skinner does not belong in that. Stratosphere, even. Come on. I have a philosophy I'd like to propose to you. For every... This is how it should work, okay? And if only it could happen this way. For every 10 points a player generates, that's a million dollars. So if you're a 10-point player, you're a million-dollar player. If you're a 20-point player, you're a $2 million a year player. If you're a 30-point player... You're a three million dollar player, and so on and so on. If you're a one hundred point player, obviously you're a ten million dollar player. Makes sense. It correlates together. Yeah. It 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 goes hand in hand with one another. If you're an eighty point player, you should be making eight million dollars. It all correlates together. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think it's it's a cool little formula that I thought of. Like it just seems like that. It makes quite a bit of sense. Connor McDavid, he's definitely one hundred twenty point player. He's making twelve million dollars yeah. a year. So uh, shall I keep going down the list? Yeah, keep going. Sidney Crosby in at thirteen, eight point seven. Granted, that contract was signed a long time ago. Corey Perry at fourteen, obviously, is falling off a cliff. There's a name coming 8. up. Eight point six. There's a name coming up on top of. Uh, Steven Stamkos 
is making eight and a half. I mean, yeah, the state income, the no state income taxes in Florida definitely do that. But that contract was only signed a couple years ago. Eight and a half for Steven Stamkos. Henrik Lundqvist, eight and a half. Leon Dreisaitl. There we go. Eight and a half. Is Skinner even an eight and a half million dollar player? And I, I'm not trying to run the guy out of town or anything, but come on. Let's I be honest. He's got all the leverage in this situation. Mm-hmm. He's not deserving of that. And think about it, even if he hits the unrestricted free agent market, is anyone paying this guy nine million dollars? No. no, absolutely not. Mm-mm. And I get he had an amazing year, a great year, and has arguably won one of the best players on this team. What has he been the rest of his career? He's been a twenty-five to thirty goal scorer. And 25 to 30 goal scorers don't get paid that much. The best players in the league get paid that much. I don't... I'm gonna, That's outlandish to think that he's going to get $9 million. I'm going to fact check myself here. And will but, hurt the Sabres cap situation for years, especially if it's eight years at $9 million. We've seen this movie before as Sabres fans. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Skinner, yes, indeed, as I was thinking, he's never gotten more than 63 points. Mm-hmm. Is that if we're using my formula, he's a six seven million dollar player. That's well, he's definitely getting at least seven. He's getting at least seven. That's what Kane got. Mm-hmm. JVR got that. He should come in somewhere in between seven and eight. That's where he should be. I I hope they don't overpay because this is going to be tough. Because then it's going to be hard to. Because you got to think Reinhardt's going to come in around 7, next mm-hmm. contract. Darlene's probably going to come in about 8, 9, 10. It's going to be tough. Yeah. And especially if you're overpaying Jeff Skinner by a million, two million dollars. I don't know. Claude Giroux, he's making eight, 8.2. I want to say something about Leon Dreisaitl. Can we admit that he's not a product of McDavid now? Yeah, okay, absolutely. Yeah. That was the that was the narrative for so long. I mean, the dude has forty goals. Vladimir Tarasenko is only at seven and a half. Can we admit that we should have taken Leon Dreisaitl instead of Sam? Ryan? Well, I mean, revisionist <laughs> history, yeah, production but... wise, revisionist history. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But but you know how it is. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. Evgeny Kuznetsov, seven point eight. I don't know if he's is he worth that. I mean, I mean. It would, He's what? about point per game. Okay, okay, then sure. Yeah, okay. Mark Stone's at nine and a half. Come on. Mark Stone's a better player than Jeff Skinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bergeron's only making 6.875. What a steal. He's a team player. What He probably signed that on steal. purpose. Johnny Goodrow, 6.75. You know, Backstrom, six seven five. It's a real shame that Kucherov is having the season he is because Johnny Gaudreau would be my runaway Hart Trophy winner. Nathan McKinnon is only making six point three. That's it. He's easily going to double that. Yeah. Next contract. Nikita Kucherov has stolen Johnny Gaudreau's heart. Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well. Hopefully that didn't ruin your day. No, no, no. I love our matching WGR pop sockets. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, draft lottery. Yeah. April 9th, two days before the playoffs. Hmm. I have a weird feeling we're going to win this one. I think, you know what? I, I know. want Capo Caco so bad. Should we simulate the draft lottery sure you know he doesn't speak any english yes that has been i've i've heard that might be a concern oh who cares Jesse still can't speak english so <laughs> get him a translator uh, he's capo no I, what would they say they said that like uh that it, like he's not taking the initiative to learn english and that might be a character concern oh, or something God. like that jesus <laughs> they will find anything to rag on these kids all right Right now, the Sabres currently sit with the ninth best lottery odds. Weren't they at eight before? That's but a since nice Edmonton way. Lost. That's a nice way of putting we're ninth last in the league. Oh, <laughs> uh, they got a five percent chance to pick first, sixteen percent chance to pick top three. 
69 points. Stay at that the rest of the season. And I wanted to say this. If they lose every game the rest of the season, Phil Housley's probably getting fired, and they're probably making sweeping changes to mm-hmm. this entire roster. So lose every game the rest of the year, because why not? Cleaning Housley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to sim the lottery. Uh, okay. Ooh. Should we just do it till we win? All right. <laughs> the first pick belongs to the Anaheim Ducks. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Moving up four spots. They could use the it. The second pick. The Philadelphia Flyers moving up 12 spots. You know, that would be cool. No, it wouldn't be. You don't th- Capo Caco in Philadelphia. You know what? That's, that's not even okay. fair. I think, uh, I think Jack Hughes, though, if they were to get the Jack first Hughes pick, would be really good in Philadelphia. He'd look really good in a Flyers uniform. Mm-hmm. Having Jack Hughes in, like, a perfect market. Yeah. Super, you can market a star player. Mm-hmm. And the third pick goes to Ottawa. We'll do it a few more times. First pick, Anaheim again, followed by L.A. and Edmonton. Buffalo staying at nine. Okay. First pick, the New Jersey Devils. Okay. Oh, they sh- I mean, they're worse than their record indicates. Mm-hmm. The L.A. Kings and the Ottawa Senators. Buffalo picks nine. Colorado, number one. Mm-hmm. Two goes to the Devils. Three goes to Chicago. We'll keep doing this until Buffalo wins. Edmonton, number one. Colorado, two. L.A., three. Buffalo at nine. Vancouver, finally. Wow. Number one. Anaheim, two. New York Rangers, three. Man, Edmonton again. Edmonton, Detroit, mm. Florida this time. All right, come on, Buffalo. Are you ever going to win here? L.A., New Jersey, New York. Three out of the four final teams in the 2012 playoffs. Yep. All right, here we go. Flyers, number one. Moving up 13 spots. Detroit stays put at number two, but the Sabres pick third. The third pick is going to be interesting this year. So it's going to be incredibly long odds for us to win mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Well, the way they're going right now, let's take a look at the standings. Mm-hmm. As I was saying before, the third pick, I think. Oh, that's true. Because that's like that stays. Yeah. Third to nine, third to ten, even. All pretty close. Mm-hmm. Well, you can make an argument for any of those guys to, to really have that third spot so buffalo currently sits in 23rd tied with edmonton and the rangers the canucks are only two points back of them realistically a week from now buffalo could be sitting in like 27th place Mm -hmm. having top five lottery odds so what's what's better have a good end and then having pretty much the same team next year and phil housley or just getting your face caved in the rest of the season, changing, dramatically changing the roster. Like we're talking a new bottom six, new a new top six forward, hopefully, and then changing half the defense core and also no Phil Housley. What's better? I will take the latter. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you get a lottery pick as well. Mm-hmm. Who could probably be on your team. Mm-hmm. That's just something to think about. Uh... All right. Are we ready for our draft? I'm ready. Oh, right. yes, I'm ready. Should we flip a coin to decide who gets the first overall pick? Uh, do you have one? I'll just... Heads or tails? Tails. Oh, you can do that? It is tails. 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 Okay. okay, you have the first overall pick. All right, all right, all right. Well, and what? let's tell... Our audience here, how we're going to rank, how well, let's like, say what the criteria is here. Let's say what it is first. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned this. We're doing a NHL video game draft. Okay, uh, so pretty much our criteria is depth of the gameplay. I guess you could say depth of modes, sentimental, what it means to us, games that you actually played, games you, you actually played, actually played. Yeah, yeah, that's soundtrack is a big thing for me that Mm -hmm. plays into a part of me remembering it that and really i sentimentality are my two big criteria for this but um it's gonna be fun Mm -hmm. i think we're doing seven rounds is that it yeah seven rounds or if we feel like we want to just keep going yeah yeah okay uh so do you want to do this well, okay, yeah, okay. So, it'll are we be... gonna snake this or like you? Since you go first, let's I do... get second too. 
Is that uh, yeah, what let's do, do snake. Let's do snake. And then what do I get to after that? Yeah. Ah, uh, I don't know. Or we can just go back and forth. That's all right. I kind of want to go back and forth. All right, let's go back. Yeah, and I forth. feel like that, that that increases the odds a bit. All know? right, all right, yeah, yeah. all right. First overall, it's then pick. then it's legit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? With the first overall, first let's say <clears throat> the 2019 NHL video game draft is now open. <clears throat> Luke is on the clock. Okay. I'd like to thank the uh, yada yada. Okay. I'd like to thank Rammer. Yeah, I'd like to thank Rammer, EA Vancouver. With the first overall selection in the 2019 NHL video game draft, I am selecting my beloved NHL 06. Ooh, okay. I adore this game. Vinny LeCavalier on the cover, taking the slap shot. One of the greatest covers of all time, back when the covers were real action shots. Oh, man, where do I begin? The soundtrack was incredible. I didn't play 06 until, like, just... Until recently. Yeah, until recently. Oh, man. That was the very first hockey game I ever played and put time into. Uh, 07 was out, and I was playing 06. You know what? When I... My first, like, NHL game that I, like, played religiously was Mm -hmm. NHL 08. Okay. But I got 07 after, and I liked 07 more. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, Mm -hmm. your situation there yeah uh can i go into deep oh, you yeah. want to go into detail go about yeah, why we love these games oh, okay yeah. i mean yeah we have a long time we, have, we got time to kill here oh six i mean oh my god it was so great i the my roster that i built with the sabers i think i won three straight stanley cups in it's Dynasty impossible mode. to win in oh six impossible oh in sim yeah oh yeah i played impossible games. yeah yeah jeff jilson was a superstar uh defenseman for me uh I traded for Mario Lemieux, Zidane Chara. And you had to, like, create Vanek, Miller, all these guys. Crosby wasn't in the game. Yeah, Cro- Ovechkin, Ovechkin wasn't, wasn't in the wasn't. game either. Yeah. There were no roster updates back in the day. But, yeah, I, I had Chara, Lemieux, Drury Briere, of course. I traded for Brodeur. Eric Lindros was a free agent. Yep. You could bring him in. Yeah. Messier, too, I think. Yeah, yep, he was in it. I traded for uh, Brodeur. I had him in Baran. Uh, Brian Campbell launching slap shots from the wall. Just, ooh, man. I played on broadcast camera. That's how I remember that game, mm-hmm. broadcast camera, because it was easy back then. And they had all the Sabres jerseys, too. They yeah. They had the butter knives. Mm-hmm. They had the blue and gold throwbacks. That's another thing. Yeah. The games were competitive and fun. Gary Thorne announcing, too. No, right? this is no. Jim Houston. Yes, it Jim- was. Oh, man, that's right. Yeah. Great save that was in it. Oh, just... And then there's the shootout mode, the NHL 94 minigame. No, the best part of, like, 06 through 08 was when you turn the game on, and then there's that, like, they got the song playing. Yes, it was their loyalty to all that And one, then they yeah. got, like, the, I don't know how to say it, like, the, the promo kind of thing where it's just, like, they, all the players were doing moves that you couldn't even do yeah, in the game. Yeah, 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 that I thought that was awesome. Yeah, the, mm-hmm, like flicking it over the net and then yeah. slapping it out of the air. That was ridiculous. But, uh, man, I can't say enough good about NHL 06. I'll let you have the stage now. All right. Second overall pick in NHL video game draft. I'm going to pick NHL 07. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> This, like I said, this uh, was my, I like this more. I played this when NHL 08 was out. I don't know why. I just loved it. The it soundtrack. It was a great game. The sound, this is, I know this might be a hot take, but the NHL 07 soundtrack, in my opinion, I still listen to it today. Mm-hmm. I still have some of the songs from NHL 07 soundtrack, like on my, like I listen to it in my car. What if like, the fantastic. next draft we do should be an NHL soundtrack draft? We draft individual songs yes. from NHL. And games. if you if you pay attention, like NHL 07 is like we use all the songs mm-hmm. in our opens here. Yeah, like always. Yeah. So yeah, NHL 07. I love the game. Uh, it's very similar to 06. You know, in that in that video where uh, the 2013 draft or whatever it was when the Predators were selecting Seth Jones, mm-hmm. and I think. Kevin Devine goes, they got their fin scout. That's me going, they have their damn NHL 07 scout on the stage. <laughs> damn it. Uh, yep. Oh, you stole it from me. All right. That was third, number two on my board. Third pick. Let's go. With the third pick, I'm going 
with the counterpart of 07. NHL 2K7. Oh, I love that game. I still play from time to time. I just started a franchise. I never... The only 2K games that I played... Mm -hmm. Well, because I didn't have the PS3 until... Okay. Like... hmm, What was it? I want to say my first NHL game on the PS3 was NHL 11. Okay. I was deprived for a while. I had the PS2 and the Wii, so mm-hmm. the only NHL games that I could play on the Wii were NHL Slapshot, okay. 2K9, and 2K10. Okay. Good thing about 2K9, I mean, I don't think I don't foresee myself drafting <laughs> 2K9 or 2K10, but there was roster sharing. Oh, in those wow. Games. Oh, yeah. that's great. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was probably one of the best parts. Imagine like the historic around... teams. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember somebody made a historic Sabres team. Oh, wow. It was it was really good. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. yeah, 2K7, though. This and 07 were the only 360 games to have the Goathead jerseys as well. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2K7, though, again, a great soundtrack. Lots of like weird indie music that I still have on my phone today. Um, you know what was weird? Hmm. I think NHL 2K10 had the same exact soundtrack as NHL 10 and NHL Slapshot. It probably did. That's they probably had a lot of the same songs. Yeah. Uh, but the jersey selection is what I most fondly remember. I probably wouldn't choose this game actually had it not been for the uniform selection, all the historic teams and whatnot. Because at seven years old, that was when my obsession with jerseys began, and I got this game on Christmas Day 06. And it was the best Christmas of my life, by the way. But I still play this game from time to time. Really? The 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 um the three on three mode, the the outside rinks. Um, it's just a fun game. All the uniform selections. It's it's a really good game. I love it. Yeah. All right, my second pick. I'm gonna go with the last great NHL game, uh, NHL 14. Yep. Yep. Okay. Deserving. I mean. Yeah, this was the last true, truly great NHL game mm-hmm. because then, well, I mean, NHL Legacy was kind of like a carbon copy yeah. of NHL they 14. They put it out because they had to. But I'm not really going to count that because then they went to the next-gen consoles, NHL 15, arguably the, probably the worst NHL game in history. Yeah. Uh, franchise mode didn't even have a draft nope. in it. Until, like, December, something like that. I remember I just bought Legacy. I'm like, you know what? I'm done with this game. Hockey Ultimate Team was the only thing worth playing. The last NHL game as well to have a real, fully customizable world tournament mode as well. I have not been able to do an international tournament with international teams Mm -hmm. since that game. And it pisses me off. I still play NHL 14 from time to time. Mm -hmm. I remember I would sit there. Uh, winter break of 2014, I did a, a world tournament. It was the Ukraine versus Russia in the uh, the in, in the elimination round. Ukraine upset the Russians. Two I would used to do that too. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. I'd watch the games, put on Superstar. The greatest game I ever witnessed. I think it was uh, it was either Slovakia versus Czech Republic or Slovakia versus Canada, and they went to like three overtimes, and it was just. Amazing. NHL 14, this was like <laughs> the beginning those. of the Sabres rebuild, too. Mm-hmm. And I finally remember doing GM modes yeah. of the Sabres rebuilding them to greatness well before the 2019 season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I remember Connor McDavid being in NHL 13, I believe. And they made him horrible. Like He was mm-hmm. like, like, I remember I did, like, I think we put, like, Team Great Britain in franchise mode. And yeah. we just built them up from the top. Yeah. Me and my cousins. <laughs> and we got Connor McDavid, and he was like a 57 medium elite out of the draft. So, oh, my God. Like, he's, I think we're like three years in. He's not even in the league yet. So, that, major flaw in that game. But yes. Hey, what are you going to do? Indeed, indeed. All right, your third selection. My third selection, a game that took up many a summer, NHL three-on-three arcade Blurt. oh my Blurt. god i didn't think this was going to count Whoosh. oh Blurt. Blurt. all the sound effects i love that game ah uh, so I good oh man i love that game i would play that game online at 9 years old and just rage when people would beat me such a fun game it's so good the power ups oh. in it. Mm. 
I didn't even game, have that on my list. I didn't think that was going to... Oh, no. This is any NHL. This is any hockey game. <laughs> you could throw Eastside Hockey Manager on there if you wanted to. Uh, this game did the three-on-three thing well. NHL 19 and 18, whatever it started with, with the current iteration, it's just the base game with a smaller rink, and that doesn't work. Because the game doesn't play... It, it already doesn't play well enough on a full-size rink in the video game. And if all you're changing is the size of the rink in this mode, then uh, The hits enough. are bigger. They got the power-ups. Yep. Brilliant selection. The big brilliant. heads. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. My third selection. Yes. NHL 08. Ooh. This, another fantastic soundtrack. That was when it really started going the right direction. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and these were the early years of the skill stick as well. Mm-hmm. And what I remember from NHL 08, they would always have like these 99 overall like make a wish oh, yeah, free yeah. agents. Like I think Sabrina Sabrina Ladha. Oh, okay. was it? But Ooh. like they're in franchise mode. Like, oh, 18 yeah. years old, 99 overall. Mm-hmm. And you sign this this player, you're set for the whole entire franchise. Mm-hmm. I remember the say I was doing a Sabers franchise mode or dynasty mode, whatever it was at the time. Mm-hmm. And we got this guy named Samu Backstrom, Ooh. franchise Ooh. player. I, I think we won the cup. I drafted this guy. He was on my team the next yeah. year. I, the fact that I still remember this guy, mm-hmm. like, nine years later, hey, Samu I, Backstrom. I still remember uh, Dwayne Bieber in <laughs> NHL 06, Sweet, uh, Swiss kid. Uh, that was I signed him or drafted him right when Justin Bieber was, like, popping off, like, really becoming a thing. I was like, oh, that's funny. He has the same name. And uh, he was really good. He was like a 20 goal scorer for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, my pick. Oh, yeah. Ooh, give me a moment here. Uh, I don't know if I should follow my board because I feel like I might have gotten some things wrong. I'm going to go with NHL Hits Pro mm. with Nick Lidstrom on the cover. Never played that one. It's a fun game. There's... Uh, like an outdoor hockey kind of mode, like a roller hockey kind of deal with like a couple made-up teams. Like the mechanics is one. It's really fun. Uh, heavy hits again. Funny commentary. One of those awesome midway sports games. I loved MLB Slugfest <clears throat> when I was a kid as well. Uh, midway. Is that the game where like you can just run around and punch people? Yes, and the oh, flaming I bats. That. I remember that. that and that, I think Midway might have had something to do with NBA Jam, too. So they've made a bunch of really good, like... And NFL Blitz, they made, too. They had a hand in all that stuff. So uh, I remember it hits very fondly. I still... I bought a copy a few months ago because it's backwards compatible with the 360. So I might, I might give that another whirl. Start a franchise. All right, my fourth selection. Mm-hmm. A throwback. Mm-hmm. Blades of Steel. Oh, the original? Yes. Okay. I still play this game mm-hmm. to this day. I have the original NES. Wow. What a game. There you go. I mean, they don't have any, like, they just have, like, New York. Yeah. Minnesota. And, like, even the jersey colors don't match. Mm-hmm. It's a fun game. The fighting is fun. <laughs> I mean, it's just a classic, classic, classic game. I mean, you hear, like, it's very simple. You just... With the pass, with the pass, with the pass. Uh-huh. If you if you ever play it, you'd understand. But mm-hmm. they even have like a tournament mode. It's very oh, simple, man. but brings back memories. Yeah. I remember playing that when I was like five. It was probably one of the first hockey games I ever played. Fair enough. Fair enough. Oh yeah. I'm going to stay on the Blades of Steel track. I'm going to take Blades of Steel '98. Mm, with right. Yarmir Yager on the cover. I never played that one. I would watch games all the time in this. I could never save my data on the N64. I didn't have the save cartridge or whatever you call it back then. Uh, but I would watch these games, and it was it was really fun. I, I never really played. It was a difficult game to actually play. Uh, and looking back on it, the user interface was not that great either. But uh, it was a it was a fun game to watch. I liked it. I wish I could go back and uh, play it again. Uh, next on my list, I'm gonna go with. Hmm. NHL 12. Hmm. NHL 12 was a fun game. Again, like a lot of these games are pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I have fond memories of playing franchise mode in NHL 12. Yeah. There you go. Good times. Yeah. All right. Next. 
Next, I'm going to go with a PS, a PlayStation 1 classic, uh, NHL Rock the Rink. Never heard, of it. Uh, Never heard of it. It's one of those NHL hits type games. Um, there was like a couple made-up teams. The uniforms were a little outlandish. And they had a sick intro with a whole song. And uh, it was a fun game, like power-ups and stuff. There was a shot clock to keep the pace going. Uh, might have been our midway game because it had, it had like funny commentary and stuff. But it was a good game, fun game. Max on my list. I'm going to take NHL Slapshot. Okay, yeah. That's this a popular one. was a fun game. I really enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the hockey stick, like, with the Wii remotes. Mm-hmm. Like, you put the remote and the nunchuck in the hockey stick. Yeah. It was a fun concept. I mean, I, I still kind of play it with some family here mm-hmm. and there. But, yeah, fun game. Pee-wee to promo, definitely. Like, you would play, uh, like, you would pick your jersey colors and then like if you pick the penguins color scheme you're playing with like young mark andre fleury and Sidney crosby it was a really easy game though that was the thing yeah and if you did like a gm mode you can trade for anybody like any trade would go through like you can trade roy Derek roy for steven stamkos it would go through no matter what but one of those fun game fond memories you're gonna hate me for this one okay don't tell me it's nhl 15 my next selection this falls into the sentimental category, okay, in my memories. NHL 15. Really? Yes. <laughs> NHL 15 is the worst game. NHL 15 sucked, okay? Uh, this was before I played with any slider adjustments, so the final score of all my games was like 12-9. to 9. But I had a really, really fun Oilers league that I still cherish to this day because... It helped me find my favorite band because at the time they did the Oilers Ghoul song, and I'm still a fan of them to this day. And just the players that I had. uh, I drafted McDavid, so this was Mm -hmm. about two months before it actually happened. Uh, I traded for Philip Forsberg, TJ Oshie. I made some really, like, good trades that you'd think, like, a contending team would make to, like, establish themselves. Uh... Franz Tuhima, I threw him in the Stanley Cup because I was obsessed with uh, the whole uh, UC Markinen thing that happened in 06. And I never really had an established goalie, but I liked that. It's just, and that, I don't know, it was just, 2015 was a f- good year. Like, and I just, I really, I have really good memories of See, that. See, you play your game. I play my franchise games. mode. I don't. I might play, like, one we're, or two a season. We're going to have different perspectives based on that. And, like, NHL 15, I just, I remember it because the Sabres had the three first-round picks. They mm-hmm. were a terrible team. Yeah. And, like, they would just, like, auto-draft three goalies in the mm-hmm. first with first-round picks. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, you couldn't, like, assign, like, I would create Jack Eichel, Noah Hannafin, Kyle Connor, all these guys, and you couldn't. Like, put them in junior. Mm-hmm. Like, they would just go to the free agent list. And it was just like, oh, my God. A nightmare. It was just a horrible... I, I hate, hate, hate. And that was NHL before 15. I was really, like, into all that, that prospect stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, 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 have, I have good memories of playing it. Yeah. All right. Next pick for me, I'm going to go with NHL 94. Because, hmm, you know, what okay. would an NHL game Where would we be without NHL 94? The pioneer mm-hmm. in NHL hockey games. But, again, I never had this game officially. Like, I played, like, some modded versions of it, like emulators and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was fun. I mean, it, it was – I thought it was hard to play. Yeah, it hard, is hard. Yeah, it's a very hard game to I play. don't think I've ever scored in that game. Yeah, I might have scored, like, one goal yeah. if I got lucky, but – yeah, fun, fun little game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It captured the you game really well. From NHL 94 to NHL 99, because I technically have all of these games, mm-hmm. they're all pretty pretty similar. Yeah. yeah, I think it really changed. It became 3D with 96, I think, on the yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. You're up next, I believe. Yep. If we're still going at this uh, point, I guess we can just keep going. Yeah, I can make a few more picks. Uh, I'm going to go 
with NHL 13. This was my first time playing uh, EASHL, or ESHL as I refer to it affectionately. This is only the second game that you took off my board. Really? <laughs> yes. Damn. Because I didn't play, like, half of those games. Yeah, NHL, ooh, NHL 13. Um, big fan of this one. Uh, first game with the Winnipeg Jets. True. Back in it. This was a lockout game. Really, my fondest memories are be a pro mode. I was with the Quebec Remparts. It was very fun. And it was just a fun... I, I enjoyed the game. Good soundtrack as well. Good soundtrack. And sentimentality as well. 13 did have a good soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. That was a really, that was a really good year for me personally. Okay, next. I'm going to go with NHL 09. Was 09? Ah, it wasn't. This... Again, like, this is, like, peak, like, young Joe mm-hmm. getting into hockey, NHL 9. This was, like, oh, what, who, I forget the player's name that Buffalo had, like, on their roster, but he, like, never played. Oh, what was his name? Tri- no, I, you know, forget it, but. Is he a real player? Yeah, he's a real player. I, I just don't think he ever played, but. Yeah, I, NHL 09, man. This was another great, like, 07, 06, 07, 08, and 09 were, like, the last, like, great, great soundtracks mm-hmm. for an NHL game. Yeah. That's what I remember the most, probably, in those games, the soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Great music. I have, I only have one more pick I really want to make. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with NHL 19. Right. It might be a recency it's the, bias. It's the next on my board. Oh, cause I'm I'm really deep into my franchise mode. I've established a really good team. I've Capo Caco, Peyton Krebs. I have a really good pipeline, and I'm currently in 2023. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, it's just I'm I'm I like the game. It's a, it's a, it's a fun game. I have good memories with it already. All right, my last pick. I'm gonna go with NHL Legacy. Okay. Because NHL 15 was just so bad. It was the only alternative. Mm-hmm. All right, I think is that okay? We'll we'll go through go through your. Do you have all your picks? Written I down? didn't write mine down. All right, I got all mine written okay. down. So I got NHL 07, 14, 08, Blades of Steel, NHL 12, Slapshot, 94, 09, and Legacy. All right, very solid list. I mean, I'm sure we're gonna get hate because like NHL 04 wasn't picked, but I never played NHL 04. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the games from the 90s, like that was before my time. Literally I... before my time. I played like 04, 05, 03, but maybe for like two days each and just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, well that was uh that was a fun that was fun. Fun little ending after a depressing first half, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh again, we'll be back next week. Hopefully I mean, do we really want to talk about wins at this point? Well let's see how how low can they go here. How low can they go? Mm-hmm. So, upcoming schedule. They have Pittsburgh tonight, Carolina Saturday, St. Louis Sunday, Toronto Wednesday. Four games before the next podcast. Hypothetically, they lose all four. They're on a nine-game losing streak. And if they lose all not all four of those games, you're probably they're probably in what twenty-seven, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, Sounds right. It'll probably be in 27th, so it might be a, a big draft podcast next week, mm-hmm. possibly. Again, if you enjoyed, let us know. Uh, let us know what you thought about our picks in the inaugural NHL video game draft. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, maybe we'll do this again next year, maybe with some more TCB contributors yes. involved. If you like our drafts, you can go back. And listen to the Jersey draft. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. From the summer, we had Steve, who's going to be a regular on the podcast next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, not even next year, in a few months, actually. But yeah, he'll be here. So the Jersey draft is pretty fun. You selected the Oilers jerseys with the first overall pick. Oh, yeah. Very. Uh, I stand by it. Oh, man. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, we'll do some more drafts in the future if you want. Mm-hmm. You can suggest that maybe we'll do it in a few episodes from now when there's nothing to talk about, really. Yeah. But, yeah, if you enjoyed, let us know. Uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts. It's a nice review. Uh, 
subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts as well and on SoundCloud if you would, I guess. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. You can also follow us on Twitter at Joe TCB NHL and LVKETCB. We'll be back next week for another episode, and we will see you in the next one. Thank you.